Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Today on the show, we have Clay Chapman, a wonderful writer of many comics that you know, some film work, novel work, all the jazz like that. Clay is on the show today, and boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy, it is a show for you guys. We talk about his work, you know, with comics, working in different mediums with the novels and stuff like that, but we also talk about our Comic-Con spoofs, to say the least here, and you know, and animal stuff as well, shockingly, is the guy who works with animals and comics. Uh, than I do and such, but, you know, we talk about that. It's a very, very interesting episode for you guys. You'll learn a little bit, you feel a little bit, and I think you're going to laugh a lot of bit. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you guys subscribe for the new episodes of the podcast. We're planning on releasing every Tuesday now. So every Tuesday, make sure you guys take, you know, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, ComicChronicle.Podbean.com, or wherever you guys are listening on your third-party apps, you little pirate bayers out there. And, of course, you know, as well, folks, I'm on YouTube, Dakota Morgan. If you want to catch older episodes of the show, the video games I do, dinosaur stuff, and toys, and on Twitch, when you catch me live, raw and uncut, Coderex97. Pete, Coderex97. You guys rock. And of course, folks, make sure, you know, if you enjoy it, like I said, do subscribe. It helps out greatly when you do that. And of course, if you are listening to this, be sure, I'm just going to say it now. I'm going to say it now. DM me for the sketch wallets, okay? DM me for the sketch wallets on Twitter, Instagram, either one, whatever you want to do if you do it. We're really hoping on this. Just, you, you'll find out later in the episode. Thanks, everybody, and without further ado, though, instead of me rambling on like a blimmering damn idiot, let's get on to my talk with Clay. Oh, please don't tell me. We love you, Skype. We love you, technology. You're going to work. <laughs> if you say you love it, it works. And we're working. Clay, Ooh. good man. I want to say thank you for coming taking your time out to the show today. Hey, thanks for having me on. Of course. You you mentioned it beforehand, and I did. I never put it together, is the show is comic book writers. <laughs> And they're pets. And I never really thought about it. Like, yeah, we talk a little bit about pets on the show. It's perfect. I mean, it's it's like it, it kind of sells itself at a certain point, right? It's true. It's true. But I have about four years of the show that I got to really change the marketing on. <laughs> like, oh, God, on almost 200 episodes of it, too. Oh, dear God. 200. I mean, like, wow. Yeah, 204 years. Like, it – time – there's been things with time recently – with comics uh, that people are like, oh, this book came out 15 years ago. Or, hey, remember New 52? That's almost 10 years old now. And I'm like, <gasps> like, wait, what? Yeah. You're the elder statesman with your podcast. No, I don't, like, I don't want to be that. You're no. old man, old man podcaster. No, there is old man podcasting out there, Clay. There is definitely, <laughs> there is, there's guys in their 70s who are doing comic book podcasts. And I've li- I try li- I've listened to a couple of them, and I'm like, oh, these guys ain't too bad. You know, it is kind you of too exclusive. To each oh. their own, and as long as there's someone listening, I think it's all worth it, right? That's true. It's it is it is pretty true. I mean, I mean, even if you get like two listeners, like it's still worth it in my head. Like, you gotta th- like it's fun having conversations with people, man. Like. Yeah. People, I, I was just reading a review the other day on this. I get good reviews and bad reviews on the show, and people were like, this isn't the correct way to... There was actually one a few days ago. I'm remembering it now. There was It was like, this isn't the correct way to talk to people on your shows. And I'm like, laid back? And they said, yeah, you should never be laid back on a podcast wow. or an interview or anything. I'm like, buddy, what the... F- really? Wow. <laughs> That's intense. Yeah, well, like... Wow. <laughs> Yeah, my mom will be listening to this, so will she? One listener right there for you. So thank the, your thank your audience has just expanded twofold, tenfold, twenty, hundredfold. Oh, 
I mean, I'll take it. Shit, my mom's <laughs> never listened to this show ever in her life, and it's like four years on the show. So, I mean, hey. Amazing. Um, oh, now I have to make God. sure my mom listens. I'm going to bug her about it. Um, and I'm like, hey, I gave you a shout-out, Mom. It's a really good one. <laughs> this is the one, Mom. Listen to this yeah, one. Yeah, it's just the one. I've done plenty of others, but this is the one, I swear. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, and you know, it's, I, I know, like I said, it's an honor to have you here, man, because there's people who I get on the show that I know are probably pretty busy, and I, you probably are pretty busy. Um, I mean, I don't know. No more, no less than anybody else, I guess. I, I, I feel like busyness is a bit of in the, the eye of the, the, the scheduler, but, um, you mm. know, I, I don't know. Try to keep out of trouble, you know? It's, it's definitely yeah. one of those things where, like, Working, trying to tell stories. Maybe someone out there is reading them, so maybe I can't complain. Maybe, maybe we got the maybe two people. Crying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're always hoping, you know. There's at least one person who buys an issue. Yeah, <laughs> one person who clicks it and looks at it, like, or watches it too. Well, Lord knows, I I end up buying. <laughs> I, I I try to. I'm a habitual collector of my own stuff, so like, you know. Me the, well, I mean, yeah, I I am not. I am not too um, proud to admit that I shamelessly collect everything that I write. The 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 like even even going to the lengths of like doing the variant covers or the even oh. the like tr translations because like I feel like I don't know I have so little to be proud of in this world. Oh and, God, no, um, it, it, no. It, you know there's something so exciting. I get the thrill. I get the thrill. I love it when. I see something that I wrote kind of make its way into publication. And mm -hmm. if it's out there in whatever form, I feel like I want to, I don't know, I want to convince my kids that, that I'm actually doing something with my life. So when I die, they'll look through my office and they'll find this kind of reams of comics. And they're like, Oh my God, like now we are basically the, the, the kind of the, the, the gatekeepers of all of dad's crap. Um, I, that he wrote I do. While he was alive. But there's a story that's going to happen in the future because you said the translations and it's going to be one of your things, but it's only in Russian. And the kid's going to be like, look at this. It's one of dad's things. It's a book. Oh, what? What, what is it? I don't know. It's in Russian. Ah, toss it. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and it's going to be like, well, shit. I mean, I don't know. Like Marvel does a great job of, uh, you know, there, there, there are so many kind of versions of. Like Italian, French, Spanish, um, German. Like I. It seems cool though. That seems like something I would actually want to get to. I'm with you on that. If there is like a German translation of a book, one of my books, I want it. Like, can yeah. someone please send me this? I would really love yeah, them. Totally right. Like that's something to be. I I don't know. I I still I don't know. I get the thrill, and and maybe it's because I don't uh, write enough to to kind of burn out or or get the fatigue of it like it's mm. a um i would say where am i on the totem pole like mid to low low to mid uh like low to know. mid i got not i mean i'm not i give you higher than that medium i let's say middle. medium i'm in okay. the middle um i'm not a bendis i'm not a <laughs> you know steve orlando like i'm mm. i'm in i'm i'm in the place where like you know, I maybe get to write a like a handful of comics every year, and somebody out there, like God bless Marvel and their editors, uh, when they all say like, "Hey, we need somebody to write this thing. Uh, you want to yeah. do it?" And I'll just be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Marvel, for calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit. No complaints here.
Still never got a Marvel call yet, though, but, you know, that's fine. <laughs> wait, I'm waiting. No, 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 no. It's, it's not. I have said it on record numerous times. Like, I know the company that I work with right now. Like, I got seven books with them. You know, we're, re- we're doing this launch thing in, in December. I can say that. Oh, damn. So, say that. So we're doing a whole print thing going on. I can't say too much more. They're going to they're gonna kill me. But, uh, you know, like, it's a thing, and people have read the books online for a while and stuff, too. But it's a thing I've said it on record numerous times. If I never get a DC or Marvel call or an image or a boom or anything like that, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, it, the, you can still call me, guys. I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, let, me, let me make that part very clear. But if I don't get the call, I'm I can live with myself with that. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, even if it's my own books and people are like, oh, it's selfish. Like, I honestly, I have seen baby animals get born. From my exotic animal jobs. And I've cried more at my own books <laughs> when I've seen the art. And I'm like, yeah, like I get the same, well, not more, but the same level of like excitement, you know, as you know perfectly well. Like when you see something that you write on, which is fucking words, come to life, man. And like yes. I, I cry at every yes. issue. Every issue is something I cry at. I mean, I think it's safe to say that, like, anything, anything, no matter who's putting it out there, no, even if it's yourself, like, like, like I, I feel as if we, we live in a world now where the ability to, you know, put your stuff out there into the world uh, and, and other people engage with it, find it, read it, like, that's, I don't know, I, I, that is, that's pretty goddamn amazing if you ask me so I, yeah. I think that like whether it's marvel or not i mean at that point all you're you're basically saying is like what's the the reach what's the bandwidth of it and mm. i i you know i i feel like the 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 lion's share of stuff that i'm probably the most proud of was read by the least amount of people and <laughs> conversely the stuff that i love to read is not necessarily in kind of wide distribution. Like the bands mm. I like to listen to, the, the the movies I like, like it's not, it, they're not, like it, when you kind of put them in that weird bracket of like, well, what is, what's the stuff? The movies, the books, the comics, the music, the, 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 the writers, the authors, like who are the things that matter the most to me? Like who's changed my life? Mm. I could like list off those people and others would be like, who's that? Like, I've never heard of that. And it's not like a, I'm not saying this to be proud, but like, I, I think that like, there's a weird adjustment mentally that needs to be made in terms of like, you know, what what constitutes success in this day and age. And for me, for my money, I feel like getting something on the shelf, whether that's digital or, or physical or otherwise, yeah. like, if it gets out there, it's out there. And, you know, whether it reaches 10 people or a hundred people or a hundred thousand people, like it doesn't like at the end of the day, if it just reaches one person, like that's you, you've added to the world. That's what yeah. it is. You've added something to this world. And yes, you could say, hey, cause there will be the people playing devil's advocate. Like, well, everybody has something, but they'll be like, yeah, but you still add something though. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. say you and I both fucking know as writers. There's so many people like, I'm going to write this. I'm going to write this. Oh, I have this idea, and I'm going to do something with it. But they never do. They never do. Like, the initiative, it's more talk than fucking walking at this point. You know? Like, (laughs) uh, Christopher Walken's doing more walking than these people are, and he's, like, 90-something years old. (laughs) Yeah. 
God, do people walk anymore? I feel like I'm in this weird. Uh... <laughs> oh, don't say that, Clay, because then Wally happens, and then we're fucked. <laughs> so don't do that. No, 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 we're on. The, I know for a fact we're on that way, but don't don't start anymore. Which <laughs> work in the environment? Let me tell you, you see some shit. No, 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 no. No, yeah. uh, oh, man, like it's back on the treadmill, everybody. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> uh, as much much as it hurts, just don't have pizza rolls and then go do exercise. <laughs> I, I've learned that one a long time ago. Um, but you know, just adding something to, when it comes to the arts, especially, I think adding to the world is something that because you don't know, like if it reaches that one person, just one, you don't know what the hell that's gonna do. Yeah. Like it's it's a whole thing. Like um, there's people I follow and I. I, on social media and shit like that, and I, the people are like, oh, you like this person's work? I'm like, I do a little bit and whatnot. They're like, you ever listen or watch? Uh, no, no. And I'm not gonna name names, is just for their their sake. They know who they are, and it's like, well, yeah, no. And I follow them to keep track of them. Why? Because they're they told me the reason why they're doing what they're doing is because of me, and like. I get a lot of shout outs from them and all sorts of other shit like that. Like, I just want to see how far they're going to go and I want to see what they're going to do. Cause you know, it's like you, I was a part of that. So being a part of something that changes somebody to create a show, to make a movie, to write that script, to draw that picture and shit like that, man, or to chase that job. Like it, it makes you just happy. It's, it, it is, it is a wonderful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. We're, and I it's, mean- you could even pay us that much to do it. I would, I mean, I've done mine for very cheap recently for a while. And, you know, like, it's the thing, like, you don't, people are like, oh, you guys must charge up the yin yang because I hear Jim Lee's got like a Lamborghini or something. And it's like, I mean, money's nice. Yeah. But we would do it for damn free if we could. Yeah. No, I think, I think ultimately the, 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 my personal testament to success, what I constitute as success for myself, not for anybody else, but just for me, is, if I can tell the stories I want to tell and do like support my family doing that mm. and that, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not a bestseller. I'm not a, you know, a headliner, but like, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting when you kind of like kind of whittle down the things that you're not to the thing that you are. That's, I don't know. Like I get to do this and that yeah. is exciting. Um, and that's, that's, I, I feel like that's enough. I want to believe that's enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's making pretend, you know, like, it's like Kevin Smith always says, he's like, you know, you're making pretend for a living. You got to enjoy it. Don't be the negative Nancy in the bunch, you know, don't do, do all this stupid shit. Like when you're making pretend, you know, what's not to enjoy about it. And yeah. it's the same, whether you're doing it for a career, I think people listening, you should take this into consideration, whether you're doing it for a career or not, you know, that's you're doing it still, you know, you're, 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 you're playing pretend. And as an adult, it's easy to do. You just do it in different ways. You're not going around playing with the toys, at least not in public or with anybody can watch. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you feel like with your own writing, getting, getting it out there, like, do you, do you then engage with your readership? Like, are you talking to oh, the yeah. people who are reading? Yeah. Yeah. Very. Oh, very much. So people don't, I know people who don't do that. And I don't yeah. know how that works. I really, it's just, especially in social media, how do you now like people reach out, people tweet at me or, or whatever the hell, send me Instagram messages or private message me and stuff? Like, yeah. 
like yeah. people who I haven't talked to in years from Illinois where I used to live, like they'll reach out and be like, hey, I saw it when you put your, a few panels of your book out. Like, this is amazing work. It's like, oh, thanks. It'll be like, and they're like, I'm a fan. We're going to get more and stuff. It's like, how do you not engage with them? You know, like yeah. if you do, you though, that's another question. Do you engage with readers? Yeah. I, any chance, I mean, I feel like, yeah. I mean, anyone, yeah. you know, I feel like <laughs> I'd be blessed if anyone wants to talk to me. <laughs> so I, you know, like, that's the thing. Like, like, I, I don't know, like all this stuff feels like it's still feels like a kind of shiny new car where I'm just like, I can't believe I'm in this car. Um, so any, anytime someone wants to talk via social media, unless it gets like creepy, which it never really oh, does, but like, yeah. you know, like there's just this feeling of like, like if people want to talk or ask questions, it's like, that's yeah, like that's exciting. Um, and I don't think that many people do, but every so often it happens and it's like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Um, yeah. you know, I think. I'll, you know, the only reason why I'm being a little milling mouth now is that like sometimes there'll be a question that gets asked that kind of taps into the larger Marvel mythos universe, uh, mm. expanded universe. And it'll be a question I just either can't answer or don't have <laughs> permission to answer. And uh, therefore, I feel like. Yeah, I, the. I... What's up? Did I lose you? Hello? Hello? Hey. Oh, are you? you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Me? I can hear, I heard me. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Are, are we okay? I think we're okay. Okay. I'm okay if you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. We keep, oh, keep we shouldn't have said any the podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, very much, very much. I'll do that. Uh, <laughs> that is amazing. See, we shouldn't have said anything. Skype knew, Clay. We knew, like you know, Skype you're knew. like, I fear it's gonna happen, and then now it's gonna happen. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem. You know, oh. it's 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 bound to happen. It's bound to happen, and it will probably happen five more times before this conversation is over. Oh, um, it will leave it in the episode. Yeah, um, I don't know what you caught. Did you catch what I was mouthing off about, or is it over? Is it done? A little bit, a little, a little bit, bit about it, a little bit about it. Yeah, I can't I even mean, remember what I was talking about. <laughs> well, I know you were saying like reaching out with people like you do, but you can't you can't really say anything about it because like you're not allowed to because it's the greater Marvel mythos. Uh, yeah. And you know it's it, I was I, I was gonna tell you I was like yeah the NDA gods. Like, you can't really, that, you know what, that was Marvel, just then and there. Marvel and Disney were like, oh, he's going to mention something. We got it. We got to interfere in the Skype call. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, we're listening. Uh, That's five more people listening to the podcast. We've, we're, we're like, hey! we're off and running. <laughs> off topic a little bit. I love the memes that people make. I don't know if you ever catch any of them. Are the ones that people make of like the FBI agent listening to you, and he just like gets all frustrated, and it's a dude with a headset like ripping it off. Well, those memes are always fantastic. <laughs> They're listening. I always feel like somebody's watching Watch me. me. You know what? I got told by somebody the other day. It was like, um, 
I was a joke at the uh, sanctuary I work at too, and it was somebody we were making the joke about something because one of the we were in the uh, alligator pin, and it was like a big eleven foot alligator, American alligator, over by me, and we're all looking. Over, and I made the joke, and this kid who was walking around was like. What's that from? I'm like Geico, and they're like Geico. What do you mean? Did Geico do a commercial with it? And I was like, Oh, I've hit that point. No. Wow. Oh, I was like, Yeah, look, look, look it up. I felt like saying it, and I think I actually did. I did. I did. I did. I said it in an old man voice. Kid, look it up when you get at home on your YouTube, and look up Geico paper money with eyes. It'll be a thing. You'll enjoy it, kiddo. So wait, I feel like you may need to rewind a bit and talk to me yes. about this sanctuary that you work at that has alligators. I'm, I, I'm happy to talk about it, sure. I mean, I do comic book writing, the podcast, YouTube, Twitch, uh, and then one of my jobs includes Exotic Animal Hospital as a vet assistant, and then I do job also at the... Uh, I go volunteer and work over there at the Phoenix Herpological Sanctuary, which is like a rescue center for animals and also a surrender center, too. It's a big, like, wildlife preserve. Imagine Jurassic Park is really what it is because we got, like, 30-something crocodilians, big and small, from all over the globe that we've confiscated. We got Venom House. Uh, we got non-venomous animals. We got small. We got large. I got, like, a 14-foot-long Burmese python I care for. You know, we got Gila monsters, we got like 300 tortoises there, we got red like beardies, monitors, iguanas, like things just taken from people who didn't need it, such as like a king cobra, or, you know, like people who couldn't have them, so they surrounded them. And all out, we got crocodilians because people aren't allowed to have those, and yet they still have them. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of insane. You're <laughs> living a very complex and interesting life here my friend it's true a twitter bio cannot take everything that i do in a life <laughs> i it's... gotta say like i feel kind of boring right about now what do you mean no don't no 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 no, no. it's totally dude it's no let me tell you it's a fun <laughs> life it's fantastic have i almost lost a leg before yes does it matter no <laughs> but, you got you know... stories to tell though man oh my yeah. god yeah I mean, when you go one-on-one -on -one with apex predators, let me tell you, it adds a new perspective on life where you're like, man, you, you got priorities set straight. <laughs> it, really, it really does. You're like, yeah, I know, I know, I know what matters in life. And people are like, oh, Kim Kardashian. I'm like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm working on surviving. That or is it's like, crazy. Hey, it's fun, though. It's modern-day dinosaurs, man. It's pretty good. Oh, my God. I... I just, this is a different world. Why write? <laughs> why don't you just play with crocodiles? I mean, why not both? Both. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I, let me tell you, though. I, it's, it's a thing where I've talked about it plenty of times on the podcast. I mean, I won't dive into it again, but, you know, I think comic book writers, we tend to live interesting lives, even if we don't think so. Because to me, this is normal. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. But then, you know, people like, so be like, holy shit. But then, yes, I have the thing where it's like it, doing weird things in life helps you write so much more, mm -hmm. to say the least. Like, I, I think it also helps as a writer or even an artist, like going out there. And maybe if it's not like a daily thing you do, but like once a month, you know, go take a long hike, bring a journal with you. If you're an artist, bring that new sketch wallet. That's a thing, apparently. 
which is really cool. You know, do something like that. I think it it helps out in the greater motif. Yeah. Um, I don't have a sketch notebook. Sketch wallet. Squat. Sketch. Sketch wallet. Sketchbook. Sketch wallet. Sketch wallet. What is it? What is a sketch wallet? You don't know? Oh, have you never seen these before? Uh, no. They oh, they <laughs> are a, fascinating. Is, is it just a pocket notebook that you? put in your pocket and open it up like is it just like a small notebook <laughs> in a way yes in a way no it's really so if like you got your standard wallet right it looks just like mm-hmm. you know rectangular thing when i fold it up in jazz um if you're from 2002 it's duct tape but you know uh it's a wallet when it looks like a wallet you open it on the outside it looks like a real wallet and then you open it up but it's well slightly bigger at like quarter of an inch bigger Nothing too much in the width there. And then you open it up, and it looks like a regular wallet on one side. But then, and then you put your debit cards, credit cards, all this stuff, driver's license and shit. And then on the other side, depending on which company you buy it from, is a sketch notebook. Hmm. And hmm. I'll, let me tell you, I know a guy who I used to work with at one of the zoos I used to work at, Phoenix Zoo. And he went to go work at Disney as an animator. And he always had a sketch wallet with him. Like, he's the one who turned me on to it. I don't draw. I am a shitty drawer. I was a reason why I write. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I was like, you know what? But that still seems kind of fun to have a little wallet sketchbook. Man, I... Google it right I, now. You'd be fascinated by it. I might have to pick up one of these. As someone who doesn't draw either, like, maybe I just need a sketch wallet. Yeah, or you could just write down notes in it, you know? I usually have a notebook with me wherever I go, but, like, it's a sketch wallet, you know? It's a (laughs) two-in-one. There you go. I did Google it. It's right there in front of me. (laughs) What what do you think? Stocking stuffer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. For yourself. (laughs) Get me two. Yeah, man, like they're they're for any artist listening to this, you gotta get it. It's it's fantastic. Tired of biased mainstream media? Just want the news without agenda? Well stop on by America First Podcast. We report every Sunday on the events that took place during the week. No bias, no agenda, just the news as it was meant to be. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, at uh Antennapod and Overcast. Tune in and stay up to date. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at capital S, lowercase c-m-b-a-g, capital N. Uh, Just look for, type in America First Podcast. We're there. Got plenty of episodes for uh, for now. We update regularly, as I said. So stay up to date to know what's going on. And as always, stay informed, stay involved, and keep America First. We got our plug in. But now you're now you're gonna get a bunch of sketch wallet swag. Oh, delivered to your door. Amazing. I have. I don't think. I mean, I've done partnerships before, but I've never gotten any swag. I I shit you not. I even teamed up with HBO Max for Doom Patrol for season two, and had on some of the actors on there. And I did. I asked. I said, "Oh, could I get some of the like HBO swag?" It was HBO Max was a thing. It was still HBO at the time. And uh, I was like, oh, can I get some of the HBO swag? And like, you know, some really cool like, HBO Steve stuff, you know, help promote. I'll make some videos and all that jazz. Or maybe some really cool Doom Patrol show stuff. And I said, no. 
Like, what do you mean? <laughs> but you can oh, have man. the guest here on the show. And I'm like, all right, it's still a win. But okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm banking on it. Banking on it. Brought to you, if we say sketch wallet enough and it gets into the algorithm, um, <laughs> you will you will find in your mailbox a week from now one sketch no was one right. someone someone right, listening gotta... this is the test this is this is the, i'm drawing a line in the sand the only way we know that someone out there is actually listening to this podcast in this moment right now on the air is if you mail <laughs> dakota a sketch wallet you have to go out of your way and put one in the mail order it now to him so that we know that you are listening to this. I don't care who you are, but you know who you are. I partially do. I partially care because I don't want some of the perverted fans to show up at my house. <laughs> like it, because they got to have my address, Clay. This is the problem. Yeah. Someone out there Someone out there knows. Someone out there knows. Some, someone. someone. I mean, yeah. I, I, my messages are always open on my Twitter and Instagram, folks. Just DM him a gift certificate to sketchwallet.com. Oh, it's got to be a thing. And then, <laughs> and then, oh, how about this? How about this? I will send it to Clay. Clay will sign Aww. the first page of the sketch wallet, and then he oh. gets a sketch wallet. If you send three, I get one, Ooh. he gets one, and then you guys will get Clay. The autograph of first sketch wallet. I just drafted you into this shit. I'm so sorry. Wow. Let's do it. <laughs> Twist my arm. Yeah, like fuck it. No one's gonna do this. But hey, if you do do it, you get a you get a clay autograph. I won't autograph it and, and destroy that sketch wallet. But hey, I will draw any picture you want in this sketch wallet. <laughs> this is on you, people. You, yeah, all the on listener. You. The this listener. Is, the, our fate is in your hand. <laughs> it this happens, I swear to God. <laughs> I've had weirder shit happen on this show because of fans. I'm not gonna kid. I. What are the weirdest things you've got? Have you gotten like fruit baskets or like oh. cheap, like like what edible arrangements? <laughs> no. Um. It was some rando fan years ago. Uh, I don't remember how they contacted me. They contacted me with something. There was there was technically two, and they were the weird perverted fans. I I I'll go and fuck it. I got invite. I never went, but I got invited to an orgy. <laughs> wow! Because of your podcast? Yes, yes. And I'm like, what the fuck? Really? And they're like, yeah, we'll fly you out. And I'm like, I part of me's tempted to try this, but then part of me's like, that's how I die. Now I'm getting a little weary of being on your podcast. Like, what have yeah. I done? Like, have, <laughs> I is this just... like, like, have I gotten into something? Am I in over my head already? Like, are, is no, this the, like, I, the that, orgy the, you, podcast? What? No, God, no. Oh, far from it. Far from it, my man. <laughs> and then there was there was somebody who did. They were a big fan. I was like, oh, and I read, you know, I talked to them. They were really chill. And then uh, they messaged me on like Twitter or something like that. Then they found out where I worked, <laughs> and then they came to me and they tried to find me at my job. Uh, this is a couple years ago too, and I was like, no, no, no. And so there was a few episodes a couple years ago. Where I was like, please don't message me trying to meet up with me or anything like that. Please no, I or please let's you know if you're weird, like 
just listen to the show or anything like that. This is years ago. But yeah, that you, I mean, you did ask, like. Mm-hmm. I know. I should have asked up front, like, would this be played at some, would this podcast be broadcast at someone's orgy? That's usually where I draw the line. That's where you no draw. Orgies. That's fair. No comic that's... book orgies, please. Oh my God, is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. I, I mean, Comic-Con wanna... or the late night crowd, right? Comma, comma, uh, comma, comma. Comma, come on. That is, that is the, you said all go. So like this just went, this just ramped in the NC-17 <laughs> territory. So, but like Comic-Con is the like Comic-Con for porn, <laughs> like, is there like a, like, you know how they do the, like... You know there's already porn conventions, Clay. There's already I know that there's, happening. I know porn but I know... But there's, like, the porn spoofs. Like, oh, oh it's Scooby-Doo, yeah. but it's the porn version of Scooby-Doo. It's not Why Edward Why did you go straight hand. to Scooby-Doo? Why? That involves a dog. Clay, why? <laughs> why would you do that? But isn't that... But isn't, that isn't there... There is. There, there I is, bet right? money. There, There is of everything at this point. Like, there, there really is. I mean, I like, know there's Edward penis hands instead of Edward scissor hands. I just, I that's, just, that, you know what? That's actually good creativity. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm losing my thread. The thread is there is a spoof version. There has to, someone, if, if it does not exist yet, someone should do a porn spoof of Comic-Con. And I have a title for you people. Uh, <laughs> Comic-Con. <laughs> I, I hope my mom's not listening to this anymore. I, my mom, I'm not telling my mom to listen to this anymore. It's done. Tune out late. at you, 25 minutes, ma. You, don't, don't do it. You with lost a listener. I'm sorry, dude. Totally fine. Totally. We, we, we're segregating the crowd, apparently. I mean, the problem is both you and I have worked in films, so everyone's going to be like, why don't you guys do it? Like, no, yeah. no, no, we're not running it. This <laughs> is no, nope. Dear, dear listeners, after you send us your sketch wallets, please make a porn spoof of Comic Con, <laughs> <laughs> and it must be named Comic Con. <laughs> Executive producers, Executive yeah. producers, Clay Chapman and Dakota Morgan. The fuck? Oh dear. Oh, oh dear. no, because then they're gonna put it on IMDb, and then we're both in trouble. Then we're both screwed. It's like, oh god, yeah. no. You know, I guess there are worse things. No, yeah, maybe they're... not. Yeah. I mean, there are some worse things, but this this may be up there. What this though, is, publicity yeah. wise, publicity wise, would do very well. Both of us. Clay McLeod Jamman, executive producer on Comic Con. Chapman will no longer be appearing at any Comic Cons in the near future. Due no. to his involvement in the porn spoof Comic Con. But he will do his own Comic Con at all. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, it, <laughs> I know. Segway. Let's yeah, Segway. Segway, segue from that. Um, there, th- I know the podcast uh, used to, I think it still is played, new episodes when they get played. One of the old animal hospitals I used to work at, that was an oncology center, they actually play it on the loudspeaker whenever there's a new episode after hours, when all the patients leave during the last, when it closed in hours of the hospital. And I, it, was, it started when I started working there and I found out I had the show 
and then apparently they keep doing it. So that there that is known. Shout out to everyone at Arizona and call or integrated event and, and apologies. I apologize. No, Sorry. no. Let me Sorry. tell you, man. No vet. There's no. There's no patients there. Or patient parents. It's all the workers. And let me tell you, people who work in the veterinary hospitals are the most laid back people you will ever meet. <laughs> I, 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 I guess I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, sure. Just, I mean, you, you gotta think, man. Like we, we, we see some weird shit. <laughs> you know, like, and we, we, we get covered in feces and blood every day. Like, you know, it's not a day unless you get covered in feces and blood. So, you know, it's, we, we, we tend to deal with a lot. So the weirder things don't phase us anymore. Pisha. 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 Uh, we are 33 minutes in here. So I guess we should, <laughs> we should talk about some of your, your recent work, I guess we should say the least here. I mean, what would you like to talk about that you can talk about it, Clay? Because fans are obviously going to want to hear about it. <laughs> it's just, you know, probably should be somewhat professional after the comic come. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, like, what do I want to talk about? I okay, so I write comics every so often, and yeah. this year I wrote uh, I wrote something I, I contributed to Marvel's Extreme Carnage Summer event, um, mm. which I guess ended back in what was it, September or August or something like that. Um, it was like an eight-issue uh, blowout, symbiotic blowout for all you Venom fans. Um, I also wrote, starting last year, that dovetailed into this year, a uh, comic for Boom called Origins. Hmm. And the paperback, the trade paperback for that actually just came out golly like a week ago two weeks ago a few weeks ago it's been um, a good couple of months it's been a good couple of months <laughs> yeah i mean like yeah it's been great uh, uh i wrote i i did this weird one um there's a there's a company called z2 I've never talked about this, so I don't even know. I mean, I, I think it's out. I haven't even seen it yet. Oh, um, you might want to speak carefully then on that one, my friend. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, if you don't, uh, well, yeah, I don't. I don't want to get they, you in trouble. No, I mean, I, I mean, I know it's being published. I just don't know. They said like fall 2021, but uh, oh, there's a company okay, called okay. Z2, and they do kind of like music, music, comic tie-in, like crossover things. Where they get bands and musicians to like, you know, they want to tell a story, and um, they get writers and artists to tell them. And uh, <laughs> I did a, I contributed a spooky story to a like a creep show esque uh, anthology for a band called Alter Bridge, and um, yeah, it's like it's like. Creep show for like alternative metal dudes. <laughs> hmm. So it kind of fits your motif in a way. <laughs> I mean, if you got a soul patch, then this is the comic for you, folks. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, I, um, I, I, you got me interested. Um, I wrote twenty pages for it, oh, wow. so I don't know. I can't speak to the other, however many, eighty, a hundred or so pages, but uh, I, I told a little story, a little spooky story in there. 
Um, but yeah, yeah. That's Very I nice. think that's my summer. Not a lot. News. I mean, like, yeah, comics, comics. Which, which, by the way, too, I, 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 we should tell people like one that is awesome, and you get in to contribute to the Venom verse is pretty cool to say the least, because that I mean. I personally love Venom a lot, even before yeah. the movies came out. I'm not one of them jump on fanboys. I'm like, hey, Venom's cool now. Venom was cool for me back in 2000s, early 2000s. So, and, and yeah. Uh, but, you know, looking at it now, like, you do other writing as well, too. Yeah. I mean, you do stuff. I mean, you've done film work, to say the least, as well. So, you know, you have that underneath the belt. You're, you know, I, that's why I wanted you on the show, because, like, you and I both have done comics. We've done film. You know, done audio. I've did audio drama recently. I can talk oh, nice. about, but I can't say for what. That's been really fun. I yeah. was about to say something I should not have said. Uh, yes, uh, audio drama for a thing in the future, uh, maybe twenty twenty two, possibly. Just keep an eye out. Hey, it's it's interesting. I think, and it's I don't get to talk about it too many people on here. Is when you go back and forth in the writing niches because. Is people who I mean, there are people I know that don't often, of course, work with animals. There's people who don't work in the art field and shit. So I talk to them about it and whatnot. They're always curious, and you know, I talk to them about it, and they're like, "Well, is it that hard going from doing a film script writing to comic book writing, and or like switching between a type of scripts, like either film or, or if you write an audio drama, or if like you're doing a book or something like that too? You know, I've written for a few pages for that stuff before, like." Switch it in between and whatnot is actually more complicated, at least for me, than people give her credit for. Like, there's a, it is, it's not as easy. I think I should, I guess I could say. What do you, what do you think about that? Is it easy for you to switch in between? Um, yes and no. I, I mean, it's interesting because like, um, I, I kind of cut my teeth with like doing weird avant-garde theater stuff, mm-hmm. and um, you know. For better or for worse, that was kind of where I started kind of, if not dealing specifically with the notion of character, it was definitely with the kind of idea of voice. And um, I I tend to blur a lot. So like, I, I, you know, I think comic writing and screenwriting, there is, there is a certain kind of Venn diagram to it. Um, my... I, I feel like if I had a foundational kind of medium, I would personally pick uh, fiction writing because um, that's just kind of where my heart goes. Mm. Um, I, I love writing short stories and novels, um, books, books. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a, a book person. Like I like I like the physical kind of like media. book book, I guess you could say, or are you saying like like a novel or comics or in general, like all of them both? Or? I, th- I think both. I mean, like, both? I, I mean, when I say physical media, I just love the idea of like holding on to something um, very much. And, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn into the pages um, and such. Yeah, yeah. Um, so book book publishing and book writing um, has uh, has is, is very kind of near and dear mm. to my heart. Um but so like, you know, earlier this year in April, I had a no- new novel come out and um, like it's 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 exciting and, you know, working on a new one now that'll be coming out next year. And it's it's all, you know, the, the life kind of like shifts in these movements of like, you know, working on one project and then kind of putting that into the hands of 
the powers that be, whether that's my yeah. editor, whether that's a producer, you know, like whoever needs the work that I have done, like when I give it to them, it's kind of like, and now I get to kind of shift my attention to this other story that I really want to tell. And mm. the, the kind of transition from one medium to the next, whether it's comic book writing or screenwriting or novel writing, like it's, it's, it, it kind of rejiggers. There's like a, a jolt of adrenaline because it's kind of like I've, maybe starved myself of that other medium for, for mm -hmm. a bit. And then kind of, you know, if I'm working on my novel for a little bit, but then I get to write a comic book, it's like, Oh my God, I get to write a comic book. That's so exciting. Um, or like, Oh my God, I can like put down this comic book and start writing the screenplay. Like it, it just, it, you know, the, the, the kind of spinning of plates or the kind of alternating of, of different mediums gives each particular medium its own kind of, shot of of enthusiasm for so me you, pre you appreciate the variety of it like yeah the you know yeah like it's it's which you're not wrong it is something to appreciate because i mean it, each one is its different form yeah that you that you got to respect and enjoy and such like that i like it i like it. i mean yeah. no get me wrong i do enjoy switching between two i i really do i don't hate one or more than the other or i don't like one more than the other uh don't hate any of them but <laughs> It's the thing of being able to change and do different things with it. Like there is perks about doing a novel, you know. There's perks about doing a comic, you know. Novel, you know, you, you get to flush out the story in such a fantastic way, you know, with all the writing and such like that. Comic, you get to still do that, and you have it brought to life thanks to a, a beautiful art, you know. And that's that's which is that's its own perks. So that, yeah, you know, it's you know, when you're writing. You know, a screen, hmm? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. I, I mean, I was just going to say, like, you know, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, my God. Please don't let me oh. sabotage your conversation before and forget what oh, I was no. going to say. Um, no, but the idea of, like, I don't know. Like, I let the story kind of – like, particular stories need to be told in a very particular way, specific way. Yes. So yeah. uh, a, a story that you try to tell in a novel that really wants to be a comic book, like, you kind of learn – through the process, like, ooh, this is not working as a novel. It, it, you know, like, it, it, the, it needs a different medium. It, like, the medium kind of, the story dictates the medium it needs or wants. And I, mm -hmm. you know, maybe over the years, I've either learned or tried to learn or be a better learner of like listening to the story <laughs> and its demands, its dictates, and know that. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you can't shoehorn a story into a medium it doesn't want to be in because it doesn't, I don't know, like, you know, some stories work, you know, as podcasts or fictionalized, you know, serials or, you know, or they, they work better as a kind of expansive ground, you know, world building 600 page novel fantasy series. Like, you, you know. you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like there's. I mean, you can tell the ones that were supposed to be that, and they're like, we're making this a comic. Well, put it in better as a novel. Or we're making yeah. this a novel. It would have been fantastic as a comic. Or it would, like this would have... Uh, perfect example, too, we could say. TV show versus movies. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How many movies would be better as TV shows? How many TV shows are better than the movies? Yeah. I mean, that, that I feel like, is a, a product of you know quantity and uh that's that's supply and demand like we're we're in a 
a, a world now where like it's all about content and it's all it's about true. you know you know people want stuff and they want it now and therefore let's just pump let's maximize content to the extent that like stories never die and they're just going to keep you know squeezing the blood out of any stone they can pull up um because there's uh there's money to be made in those uh those stories oh um, yeah so. my there's a gold mine in here yeah yeah you're not wrong i mean it's there is that you know we do have the mass amount of it and wanting to get more and such too there there is that heavily but i mean there is you could tell which ones are that which are the gold diggers to say the least here but then you could tell the ones that are you know, this is a story that I'm perfectly happy that would be a, a television show instead of a movie because storyline-wise, it's fantastic. It's flushed mm. out. You get time to connect with a character. It's like uh, someone's like, oh, I'm going to make this story. I'm just going to make a one big book. Okay, well, maybe it'd be better as a series so you can flush everything out. You know, Fl- I think I think it's kind of like the going with that of like the supply and demand. I think some things these days are getting not fleshed out as they should be in order to have um, the content out there. I mean, yeah. w- one that did kind of put a middle finger to that, though, that, that idea is Dune. The new Dune movie was like the, fir- the half of first of the first book, apparently. I still haven't mm. seen it yet, but it was the first half of the book. And so it was ended on a cliffhanger. And, people were like, and they said, oh, we don't know if we're going to make a second one or not. But if we do, it'd be fantastic. We can continue the series. So they're like, we don't want to cram everything into a movie, you know? Yeah. I saw it, and I liked it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You're yeah. part of the like crowd. I've I've seen like and dislike crowds. Um, it's really? like a fifty-fifty shot. Yeah, from what I've been hearing, seeing. I mean, I I don't hold. Dune is not a, a personal sacred cow to me. So mm-hmm. I I, you know, I uh, the the Denis Villeneuve um is the D. I like I like his stuff and. Uh, you know, he's now the go-to guy for like big budget sequels or sci-fi remakes. And, uh, you know, I feel like if someone wants to give him a gazillion dollars to make dunes, like I'll see those dunes. And I like those dunes. It looked good. Those are some good looking dunes. (laughs) Them dunes blow real nice. You know, in the wind, look at them go. Look at them worms. Yeah, it was was nice. I I will say, just because you mentioned it, I think I did like the David Lynch worms better than the Villeneuve <laughs> Really? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do. Okay. I think that is, you know, not that I'm parsing one from the other and saying, which one did it better? But uh, I think I kind of like the physical special effects of the, the kind of the earlier version versus the digitized, you know, CGI'd. Um, oh. Yeah. We could talk about that stuff for hours. We we can't dive into that whole. I shit. I've I've had the whole talk about that with uh, Phil Tippett on an old show I used to do, do and a uh, guy who was a physical animator for you know Jurassic Park and Terminator and Star Wars and stuff. And so it, we were talking about that, and yeah, yeah, that's that's a whole other bucket of worms because I'm I'm more on with you on for a lot of movies like the physicality, like animatronics. You know puppetry and stuff yeah oh yeah 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 it's uh i don't know i mean like at the end of the day it's kind of like okay like what whatever i don't know like i i i feel like there's i don't know 
there's pluses and minuses to both. I'm not yeah. a diehard, like, you know, it must be physical, practical effects. Um, but I think, I mean, I, I grew up in the 80s. Like, I love those kind of, like, foamy, monstery special effects. Yeah, the, the um, suit with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That's my my take on Dune. It was good. It was good. Dune fair, was good. fair. Okay. All right. I'm, I plan on seeing it. I don't know when. I technically have HBO Max. I can watch it whenever I want. So there is that. But <laughs> let's just thought about that. Oh, uh, <laughs> but I do. You see, that's the thing. I do. I think I will recommend seeing it in a theater. If if okay. if you are of the 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 kind of uh, I I don't know. Like I think that like seeing it in a theater like you want you want to kind of be deluged with that uh that Dune Dune deluge. <laughs> The Villeneuve right. Dune Deluge. The Dune Deluge <laughs> at the Comic Con. All right. Done. Done. We're on a roll today. Oh, we'd make so much money. Uh, that's the sad part. We would make so much money. Uh, well, we are actually at the near the end of the show here, my good man. I don't want to take too much of your time today. Because uh, I did say it was not going to be over 60 minutes or anything like that, too. Like I said, I'm, I'm a man who's respectful of people's time. Aw, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, of course, and you know, I do want to say that, like, where could people find you at, though? Like, here's the time, promote yourself, Clay. Like, where where can people find social media, website stuff? I'm a, I'm a, I'm on the social medias. Like, I'm on the Twitter, Clay McLeod, which is C L A Y M C L E O D. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. I, I'm not on TikTok. I don't know if I'm going to do TikTok yet. Um, mm. But yeah, Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> yeah. Twitter. You mean Meta? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, those are the things I'm. I have a website, and that's claymacaulchapman.com. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm out there. Just Google. I'm. A, I think I'm a pretty Googleable guy. So uh, when you're looking for places to send those those uh, sketch wallets, you you can find you can find us. Keep it, this this episode, as of this recording, this episode's coming out next week, next uh-huh. Tuesday. So throughout the whole week, keep your. I'll make sure I'll send you. Uh, the, the, I'll tag you on on Twitter and stuff like that too for the uh-huh. new episode. I'll make sure to keep your message messages open in yeah. case they tell you like there's hey there's a sketch wall. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. Two things that will happen within a month's time. There will be sketch wallets for us, and there will be a porn parody. <laughs> We're going to have so many people. Oh, no. <laughs> this is this is the this is the this is the beginning of the change in our lives. As uh, yes. Know. Where our DMs become privatized. <laughs> great, is, great is, changes are afoot. Oh, for us, my friend. Oh, my God. How did how did Clay and Dakota get rich? Well, they bought the mm-hmm. trademarks on a couple. Of oh, my God. We uh, we're we're sitting on a gold mine, man. Sitting on right. Oh God, the worms are coming. Uh, <laughs> all righty, Clay. Well, thank you, my good man. I will talk to you later. Okay. Hey, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Awesome. You too.